Welcome to the 619 Bearcast, episode 58. 50. Oh my god. 58. What's 58? What is you. 58? I am not. Oh boy. I am not. I... Here we go. It starts already. I know, right? It's been a crazy week, huh? No. <sighs> yes, no? insane. Who? Crazy has, has it been? been? Insane crazy. Not really. It has. <laughs> it rained once this week. <laughs> Right. That is crazy. Right. That was about it's it. Insane. I know. Um, all, all right. right. Thank well, you. And, and we'll I'm, see you next week. And I'm Dave. <laughs> and I'm JP. <laughs> Goodbye, JP. <laughs> and maybe it'll rain next week, too. It's raining, man. Oh, all right. So uh, I'm sure someone <laughs> did something this weekend. Brian, you want to start and talk about your weekend? Welcome. Oh, sh- sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> I, um, I saw the movie Benjamin Button on video or DVD or Blu-ray, what have you, on how, Friday. How was that? What was that? Um, Benjamin, um, that the, was the one with Brad Pitt and he's The a Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh, something. where he goes backwards. It's directed by David Fincher, who directed Fight Club. Who wrote the story? Because it, it was... That some, I don't know. Sure. It was somebody but famous, actually. I thought it was, um, it was quite enjoyable. Really? Yep. Hmm. It was long, but it was... Nice. Well, it's been nominated for things and things, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It had been. Yeah, it's already, it was last se- last year's, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not right. nominated for anything this year. Oh, you're Brian, by the way. I and, am. And to yeah. your left. All the time. Is Justin. Oh, me. Justin. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Dave, and it's JP, and, 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 and Mike. And, Mike. Yeah, and, and Vito is not here. He's in New no. York this week. Um, and What's he doing in New York? No. He's walking no, around and working. I'd rather stay. And stuff. Pickles. <laughs> Lurking? And Pickles. Pickles. Shut it down. <laughs> Uh, inside jokes. It's awesome. Yeah, it's always great. Don't you love having no idea what we're talking about? Uh, <laughs> sorry, neither do we. Yes. We had a discussion before the podcast where somebody wanted to keep up so, a conversation. You'd say pickles to him. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what that's about. Pickles is when you're, you're talking about something and you don't get to finish what you're talking about. But um, I like pickles. Pickles. Diarrhea. So, speaking of things that I didn't get to keep talking about, my pickles? weekend. You know, apparently, Vito is not here. I just noticed. Um, Hey, like, there's a bag of this, trash where he usually says freedom. <laughs> oh, oh my. it's true. Uh, it's right here. It's, you can hear it. See, that's true. I'm not lying. I'm Dave, and I do not approve of this message. Um, I didn't say anything <laughs> other than yes, don't. <laughs> so yeah, don't send Dave. Um, no, nope. I wish I was in New York. Except that there's a blizzard there right now, so I guess I'm kind of glad I'm not there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that was on Friday, and I, it was uh, Mike and I watched <laughs> that, and then on Saturday, I ventured up to L.A. Um, with uh well by myself and i met up with uh john and bryson and along with a great number of um la folks including um non-la folk uh dave across who's sitting across from me um we sat and watched um pb's playhouse live on stage saturday night i saw the pictures and i was like oh that looks so fun i thought it was wonderful i enjoyed every single minute of it and was he just as as just exuberant and, and crazy and effervescent as he was on the show? Or? No, he slowed down a little bit. He's fifty eight years, years old. old. Is he really the first Holy thing you shit. notice when he comes out? That's something that's fifty eight. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you notice when he comes out is, wow, he's old. And it's and and Miss Yvonne mm-hmm. is also very old. Mm. Um, oh, she's yeah, yes. she's got some miles. She's on old. Her. <laughs> um, How long has it actually been since? 
it went off the air. Couple, it was years. in the 80s. I was about 12 or 14, maybe, when it was on TV. So 20 years. Mm. So, yeah. Um, but uh, it was, if you've seen the, uh, the original HBO show, uh, it was very reminiscent of that. In fact, they, they cribbed um, some moments from that. So it wasn't all new, which I actually thought worked. Well, that it was, was sort so, of fun to well, see. Well, that was some of the people's complaints that there wasn't really any new dialogue, right? I thought there was, there was plenty of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's new to me. Um, you know, uh, if you, well, anyway, I won't get into specifics because not everybody here has seen it and stuff. Um, but uh, a lot of the people returned. So the guy who played Jombie was still Jombie. And oh, wow. the mailman guy was still played by the mailman guy. Um, instead of having Lawrence Fishburne, wasn't Lawrence there, though, Fishburne right? as Cowboy <laughs> Curtis, they had, I think his name's Lamar, something Lamar Phil Lamar from Mad TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's, if you the ever watched Mad in, TV uh, and, and he Evolution did. Evolution and. That's no, different oh, no, guy. that's Orlando Jones. That's Orlando Jones. Well, and that Sunday, um, Pee Wee posted pictures on um, Facebook yes. and Twitter that um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne showed up yes. and he took a picture of the new and the old Cowboy Carl. Yes. Oh, uh, Cowboy cool. Curtis. Well, how Curtis long is the show together. running? Um, it's over. It's completely sold out, So, but I, I don't think it's still going, actually. But no, it um, ended that Sunday. Sometimes. Yeah, and, so. and the whole thing with it is that he's, well, he, I'll just to stay on the show for a sec. For a moment, um, they had one new character, a couple new characters. They had a character, and it was just like a guy in a bear suit. And <laughs> at one point, he takes his ha- hat off, and he and Pee Wee's like, "You're not a bear. You're just he a was guy. a bear. He was a total bear. Oh my god, <laughs> he was so cute. He was adorable <laughs> and married and whatever, but uh, totally adorable. Um, it started in 1986 yeah. and ended in 1990. Yeah, so, so, 20 years ago. Years, yes. Right? So yeah, and uh, but it was wonderful, and and and. You know, kind of everything you were kind of, at least for me, everything I was hoping for. Um, and the best part was that, well, one, we had really amazing seats. We're like, I don't know, five rows back, six yeah, rows back, right in the middle. Crazy. And um, we had all bought tickets um, when it was supposed to take place at the original venue that it was set up for, which I think was the Fonda. And then they moved it to the Nokia, Club Nokia, which is like this big hoi polloi thing in, in this L.A. plaza over by Staples Center. And... Um, everybody who bought tickets originally who went to the new theater um, was able to get a yellow wristband, and we all got to sit and, and do a uh, question and answer uh, time with nice. Paul Rubens afterwards. That's cool. um, it was really, I, to me, that was as good, if not better, than the show. I agree. I agree. It was absolutely worth the price of the ticket. It was so interesting to hear him talk out of character mm-hmm. and to talk different showbiz things and, and little trivia things about the movies. And, and he was very open like and that. frank and honest and. I thought it was delightful. Mm. Like, and he's so incredibly humble mm. and thankful. I mean, to the extent where when he said goodbye, he's like, "I know this is going to sound weird," yeah. and I, it's like, but I have to say it, and I know it's it's going to be, you know, you guys are going to think it's like really schmaltzy and everything. He's like, but I, 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 how I feel, he goes. I'm just completely and utterly thankful to each and every one of you. Like I just and he don't, got choked I, up. Yeah, he was like I mean, crying it was saying. And he, I he recorded. And he was so even. Yeah, you weren't supposed to be recording. I haven't put it up. But he was so honest. Like he even said every time you know because I've been doing these you know before every show and every time I think about it I think oh I don't want to do it because it's just you know putting yourself out there. He's like but every time right. I do it it's just reminds me how amazing this is and how lucky I am and how thankful I am mm. and so it was really cool you know and. Um, Sean got his question answered, which mm-hmm. was about if you've ever seen the original Pee Wee Herman or Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure, um, when they're driving on the road uh, in the VHS version, you can see this shit that was supposed to be off screen. And he was oh, yeah. Him, chain yeah. with the signs or, or, right. or, or something. And then Dave made Pee Wee sad because Dave asked uh, if he would still be the voice on Dave no, Cobb. Dave Cobb. 
of he would still be the voice on Star Tours when they change it over to the new version. And he's like, no. He's like, <laughs> mm. apparently they have not been. Uh, been yeah, he told the story about not getting his Disney silver yeah. pass that he's been getting every year apparently because of relationship that. relationship is sort of souring. Yeah. But, um, there was a couple uh, of stupid questions, too. The very first very question, questions. the person asks, uh, I can't remember the we name of the We have a picture of, of you on our wall, and he like answers our questions for us. But we've had this question for a long time, and we need you to answer it for us. And it was something. And stupid. the question is: do you, the bird from the movie Up? Do you think it was a boy or a girl? A girl, yeah. What? And he's just and Paul and, and he's like he's just like okay, next question. Well, he first was of all, they said it was a girl. Yeah. Did they? Yeah, because yeah, that was know. the reason why it was funny. Because his name was Kevin. I mean, yeah. that's the whole point. Oh. And not Kevin, to mention that it fucking had babies. So anyway, yeah. Um, so it was very weird. And then and this this one so guy, whoever you're like, listening. You're stupid. Yeah, you are. No. This one, and this one <laughs> yeah, but why like, ask him that? Like, what? Why? The, I think what? they were just trying to be cute. Cute. Yeah. You know? There was, you know, and that's not. It was super the very surprising. first question. I'm like, yeah. is this how this is gonna and go? This other guy like basically held him hostage and made him comment on the whole Conan, you know, Jay Leno thing. And he was like, listen, I've known Jay Leno for like 25 years. One of the nicest guys you'll ever yeah. meet. And it was basically like him saying, like, listen. I'm a professional. I'm in the industry. I like them both. Would you really think I'm going to like say that one well, is full of shit or yeah, something? Yeah, but you say it like that, but it wasn't even like that. The guy's like, you know, well, what do you make of this or whatever? And he gave his little opinion. And then yeah. the guy pressed it and was like, well, don't you think that blah, 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 like like trying to get him yeah. to say something nasty about Not to mention, one of them. And, 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 and he's like, uh, you know, what do you want me to say? And you know? his time for a question was gonna... over. He kept like yelling out more questions. And it's just like, oh, dude, okay. come on. We have yeah. like no time. This isn't here. a yeah. So, like, yeah. Anyway. So it was really, it was really wonderful. And it was great. He told a couple of industry stories and personal experiences and stuff. Stuff and he was really, really. The funny cool. thing was, is that he was so you could tell he was so kind of exhausted by this entire process that he would completely mm. lose his train of thought. Like he was supposed to tell us about these adult bits from the, the show that they ended up editing out, editing and he out, totally yeah. forgot to even talk about it. Like somebody had to remind him at the end, like, um, "Were you going to tell us about that?" And he's like, oh, "Okay, yeah." yeah he was like, oh, I forgot I was even <laughs> yeah. going to the story. And, but, and like, there oh. were kids in the audience, and he was really cool to them. And he was like, and, and if he had talked to a kid, he totally went into like pee wee mode and was like, you know, "Oh, I like your shirt, and you're you're so pretty." And That's nice. cool. So, yeah. It was really. Cool, That's and um, cool. after that, we went to this sort of um, uh, that Verster Vostkuchen, yeah, whatever it's sausage Germans kitchen. for expensive sausage. I <laughs> <laughs> had a really yeah. good beer, though. Yeah, this actually, apple I, beer thing, it was, was good. Really good. It was apple good. beer, it's like yeah, high end sausage. Like, they had stuff good. like made out of rabbit and rattlesnake and crap like that. Mm. It I just was yummy, kibasi. it was definitely yummy. And how kibasi ends up at a German sausage restaurant, yeah. I have no idea. But it was, yeah. a, it was another of those weird layouts that I don't like that that. Payway or whatever has too, yeah. where you get into line, you order your food, and then you got to find some place to sit. And if you don't find a place to sit no by the time your food comes, you're screwed. There. And it was communal seating, so long tables, uh-huh. and one entire long table was reserved for right when we got there, and not for us. So uh, we ended up eating like outside, and uh, it was yeah. you know that it was still uh, pretty cool. And and then after that, um, I went to the Eagle, and so did Dave, and so did Bryson, and so did John. Um, and that well, was you fun. finally got to the Eagle in LA this time. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I don't know. I was there for like forty five minutes, and um, you got I got I tried to get there early because I didn't want to wait in line. Yeah, and um, I didn't talk to anybody. Nobody talked to me. You guys showed up. I talked to you for a few minutes, and then I left because I was tired. It was that's, a long day. But that's almost LA in a nutshell. I mean, really, there's not like people running up to you to say, "Hey, welcome to LA." Well, yeah, but people <laughs> would argue that it's the same way here. Right. You know what I mean? No, and ex- exactly, and and I just and I was fine with that. I was like, okay, I'll. I'll talk to my friends, and I and I reconnected with some people that I knew, mm-hmm. and uh, honestly, there weren't a lot of people that I was looking at that I was like, oh my god, I totally wanted to just penis, so. <laughs> yeah, no. There's just two guys I thought were even hot yeah. enough to be sponge-worthy. They have, because we don't even have, we were talking about this, in San Diego, we don't have those kinds of bears so much anymore, like the full-on muscle bears, mm. like full, like full-blooded, registered trademark muscle bear guys. Mm. <laughs> 
you know, because like like Dan was probably the closest thing to that. You know, Dan oh, yeah, yeah. moved to Atlanta, mm. and then you know, and there's a couple people, but really, mm. you know, in our there's not a lot of like, and then you, well, go to, you go to the Eagle, and it's like Muscle Bear. Say boom, that, boom, boom, say boom, that, boom. and then go to uh, Rich's Fourth of July party. Well, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? almost all of the guys are from LA. Well, are they? Well, and maybe they don't. I, mean, I think a lot of those guys are coupled anyway. Maybe yeah. don't hang out or go to places like Moe's or yeah. stuff that we don't generally. True. No, and it's not like there aren't because there definitely are, but right. not like when you go to the Eagle. It's just yeah. Like just beef everywhere, yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah. it was meat rack. So and then um, and I'm sorry, I'm taking a long time, but there, we actually did some kind of cool stuff with this whole LA, LA trip. Was the next day um, we kind of realized we didn't have anything to do most of the day, so um, Pee Wee had actually suggested going to the Hollywood <laughs> Museum, which is right in Hollywood, like right in tourist, you know, crazy central. And um, it's in the old Max Factor uh, building, yeah. which, which was neat. amazing. It's, it's really neat. We walk in, the gal that works there is so cool. And she's just like, oh, and she gives us all these tidbits and things and stuff about the store. And one of the things she said was like, you know, because they had a room. Like, there's a brunette-only room and a blonde-only room and a redhead-only room. And a brownette-only room. Was it Did brownette? You notice no, that? There was brunette that. and brownette. I guess brunette is darker than uh-huh. brownette. It was brunette, okay. brownette, blonde, and redheads only. But the redhead the room was where Lucille Ball got her hair done all washed. the time. Yes, exactly. Washed. Washed. Um, yes. So that was kind of cool. Like being in that room, I was like totally well, like. Oh, and did you watch the video in that room now. too? Because they talked about the reason yes. why the color was the color of the yes. room, so it helped to like make the color look differently when they dyed her hair. And mm-hmm. It was actually, I guess, Max Factor's idea to make her a redhead. She looks um, great. Yeah. But the whole it was an interesting museum because. It's not like some high-end kind of place, and it's sort of like the stuff where Hollywood shit goes to die. It's, right. It was the weirdest mix it of was. things, because it's like it's like three floors. Yeah. And I guess, do we go to the third floor first, I guess? Yeah. And there'd be like Bob Hope's Oscar, and then mm. like two dresses from Deal or No Deal. Like well, and then and then there was... <laughs> right, exactly. Like random then there was like yes. this whole Marilyn Monroe section with like yes. nude fo- po- photos yeah, of like, her. I'd never seen Marilyn Monroe's titties before. Right, oh, family really? stuff oh, yeah. and documents about her, whatever. And then... One of um, Glenn Close, or two of Glenn Close's dresses from 102 Dalmatians. Right. It was like the weirdest mix. It was like someone's right. weird collection yeah. of things. Like some things but, that were yeah. really weird. Everything that you and saw and you were like, really weren't. Right. Like everything you saw right. and you were like, oh, that's so lame. And then you'd see something like, oh, that's wow. so cool. Like The yeah. Cup of Christ from Indiana Jones Part 3. Oh, you know? Yeah. Or they had an entire, the entire hallway from Silence of the Lambs, including Hannibal Rector's complete. Which Sell. was creepy. Oh. Were you down there alone? Super creepy, yes. I go down there and I hear voices and I think you guys are down at the other end. So I'm walking down the other end. So I walk through this thing alone and it's this long, dark corridor. It, they had like a, the, the bottom was like a chamber of horrors kind of thing with like yeah. sound effects and stuff. Oh, yeah. And the sounds on the other end weren't them talking. It was like these movie clips they were showing on these little TVs and stuff like that. So I get down yeah. there and there's like nobody down there with all this scary shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like going upstairs and John's coming downstairs and it's like, I'm like, well, nobody else is down there. Yeah, you it was know creepy. what I mean? So I think we all all went down there individually, yeah. and it's all like stuff from like the together. Mummy and Jason, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and then like, Ugh. and then and then they'd have like Liz Taylor's Cleopatra, and you're like, okay, right. <laughs> it's all the same area, you know? non sequitur. Um, yeah. But it was cool. I mean, they had a lot of stuff from like Dreamgirls. They had one of the cars and a yeah. lot of costumes. They had Pee Wee's bike. That was one of the reasons he mentioned yeah. it. Was a Pee Wee's bike and one of his suits, and um, it was it was definitely an eclectic mix of yeah. things. And it was so. cool. And then after that, you guys um, headed off. I don't even know where y'all went, but. Oh, I went to go to that soda place and it was closed. Oh, that right. soda grocery store. Um, John and I Tacos. decided to do like 
full tourist, and we went to like Grandma's Chinese and like stuck our feet in the cement. Oh, cool. like, you know, and all of that. Did you try to steal John Wayne's? Uh... No, I, I didn't even see his actually. But what's yeah. weird is Johnny Depp and I have the same size feet, which is odd because he's not even remotely as tall as he I. He seems am. short. Man. My my size fourteen fit perfectly into his shoe print. I saw that. It was kind of creepy. How weird! I, don't know. I think he just wore shoe. big shoes on. So purpose. I, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say maybe yeah. he yeah. put on a big. Yeah, shoe. and what was weird was that we wandered into the Hard Rock um, store right there on Hollywood Boulevard because mm-hmm. John wanted to look at a hat and fucking Babalu works there. We're just like, oh hi, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like, it was like crazy. Um, How funny. And then um, we capped off the night uh, meeting up with everybody um, for a theater project. It's called is it, it's the Grand Gouniers. Is that Grand how it's okay. pronounced? Yeah. I don't know. We went last year and, and we had a blast. And this year, Dave um, got the entire theater rented for his birthday. And so Dave Cobb. the, the entire Dave Cobb. So the whole audience was all people that he knows and stuff like that. And they basically did the show for us. And I thought it was great. What, what, you did you go last year? No. So what did you think? I thought it was. I thought it was cool. It, it started off a little slow, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. it's going to be a whole night of this." And then it got well. Really tell them like the time and, period and stuff. And funny. Well, the whole thing was Shanghai. Actually, I don't 1920s know the time. Shanghai. Nineteen twenties Shanghai. Okay. Like opium dens and things. Right. Like that. Right. And they told these little stories and the whole thing with these, you know, these different like call girls or whatever. Uh, yeah. The whatever. whole first and, part was about like call girls <laughs> and. Conspiracies and yeah, and they were doing funny shit during it too. Like they were doing these little like skits and stuff. Like while we were waiting, this these two yeah. these clown looking uh, people were doing these little skits and stuff that were kind of funny. Like those scary sort of French mime looking people, but yeah. Right. Yeah. they like were really the hats. girl and the guy that did that. I thought were amazing. They were really good. They're so yeah. much fun to watch, and I fucking hate clowns. Yeah, because it's very adult. It's like. You know, in this one thing, like, he gets a big boner under his thing, and he's chasing her with it. And then at the end of it, she gets a boner and chases him back, and he's like, ah! And yeah. you know, like that. It was really cute. Um, <laughs> I thought that in the slow motion fight scene, I thought was really cool at the mm. at the end of the first sketch. Yep. And then they had, like, a puppet thing, and the puppets was all fucked up, just like last year. And then they, um... Yeah, the puppet What else did they funny. do? What was the last thing they did? Um, the puppets, and then they did the thing with the song off of the hand. Oh, the yeah, the cabinet of hands, where these, like bourgeois like um, French people go to this opium den to be bad and uh-huh. the two guys end up getting killed and the girl ends up getting her hand cut off while she's awake but oh she's so God. high on opium she can't tell it's so totally they, they fucked fake up. the whole thing and they're yeah. spreading spread blood all over the place and nice. stuff like that and then it ends up being like this thing or whatever in the cabinet of hands like attacks yeah. the woman and it's well the woman funny. that cuts off the hand like gets her hand and like tries to take the ring off and there's poison in it so she dies too and it's this whole thing and that's <laughs> I mean that's the nature of the style if you look up Gonier online that's the style mm. of the theater is it's grotesque yes you know it's like an interview with a vampire you know the theater that they go to the vampire right. theater it's like mm-hmm. that but without the actual killing but with right. like the blood and yeah. all right. of that it's way over the top they're very funny very yeah. adult yeah. Um, yeah. the puppets thing especially they were, were really yeah. uh, and what was cool was that in Typical Dave Cobb style. He put, you know, um, he suggested that people dress in the style of the era. And so all his friends came in like these like nineteen twenties like costume like things and stuff, and it yes. was really kind of cool. Well, the thing is, we were supposed to be going on a cruise, so they like right. they stamped our programs like they were stamping a passport and stuff, and it was called absinthe and something, and they were selling yeah. absinthe. I had absinthe; it was good. I, yeah, I tasted yours; it was very strong. It was very strong. Yes, I still haven't <laughs> had absinthe yet. I, yeah, you need to try this sometime. I've yet to try that as well. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really really strong. It tastes like um like black licorice. But then afterwards, um, he rented uh, one of those really cool L.A. catering truck things. Um, it was called the Flying Pig, and they had like these like street tacos and and sliders and stuff, and that was yummy. 
amazing cake. And then, you know, all the Elliot guys there were there. So we just sat and like talked for hours. And oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, I left before they cut the cake because I was like, oh, I got to drive oh, all the, the way cake home. Was so good. Was it? Yes. I know that because that's his friend, the baker, that does those uh, amazing yes. cakes. That did the um, oh, little big planet yeah. cake for yeah. um, uh, for uh, Jason's birthday and stuff. And, uh, the cake yeah. was amazing. Um, and that was that. And then uh, we came back, and I just used up like. 40 minutes of podcast. Well, that's fine. That's it. That was episode 58. Well, that pretty much covers my weekend, too. Well, that's fine because um, I didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. No, nothing. I I didn't. I I took care of my my roommate was sick, so I kind of watched over him Saturday. He had food poisoning, which is not fun. Well, the good thing about that is at least it passes in a couple of days. And you lose about five or six pounds. He thought he was getting sick, and then... He felt fine the next day, and when he went to work, the other two people that ate where he ate with him mm-hmm. were also out. Oh, yuck. Mm, so, it, where did he, well, they you say where McDonald's. He ate? Oh, okay. <laughs> and huh. I guess whatever they ate. Just, huh. Yeah. That's funny. Um, and then the rest That's of the weekend, I played video games and just kind of vegged out. Yeah. Like, I really didn't do guys, too much of anything. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the same here. Uh, I did go to the hole on Sunday. Um, Was it good? It was yeah. a good hole. Yeah, yeah it was good, actually. It, it was kind of good. It's up nice. with how it's been lately. So Todd yeah. said, yeah. yeah. So Todd said it's been good. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it was, I mean, it wasn't off the charts crazy, but, you know, there was lots of friskiness and funs. Were there penises yeah. taken out? Uh, a couple. Really? Yes. Uh, penises can be taken out when you're really? not there, Brian. It actually. Who was it? Who was it that was telling me? <laughs> oh, I, can't, I was just talking to somebody last night. Puppetry like, penis. Oh, it was. It was um, Rob, Rob was like, I never see penis at the hole, but I always hear about penis. Who, McJunk? No, um, uh, Finn. Finn? R- Rob Finn, yeah. Oh, uh, was he not there? No, no he, he was not there. He was, no, he said he was there. He was? No. Uh-huh. Or not I last Sunday, but the last time or whatever. Uh, he said the yeah, last time there. there was penis too, and he's like, well, I never see it. Maybe he should take his out and start something. Well, there you go. If no one's penis to blame, <laughs> but you're own. What about you, Mike? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Uh, before the weekend, though, I uh, wasn't here last week. Uh, because right. I went and saw Whisper House, Whisper which House. is the new musical by Duncan Sheik, mm-hmm. and Brian and JP saw it, yes, yes. the week before. Yes. And it's gone through some um, changes between when we saw it and when you saw it. Really? Oh, really? a brand new little boy. Well, really? the boy that Because I thought the boy was good. Had was I thought he was like an understudy. They gave us a sheet with it, so they've removed the other. The original boy is no longer in the show. How'd you Why? find out? Because Scott, who works for Old Globe, told me. Oh, huh. yeah. I guess apparently he didn't work out. So well, he they... was from New York, I think, or he, yes. he's done like big yeah. stuff on yeah. Broadway. the The kid they replaced him with, I believe, is local and has he done is. local stuff. He here. did. Um, he actually is a mainstay in the Doctor Su- the. Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Yes, yes. That, it said that he was in that. And when um, you saw him, he basically had two days to learn the role. You know what? He so, did, for just learning that role, yeah. he, he did a great job. Yeah, you know? and that's, that's, not a, that's not a small role, actually. There's a no, lot of dialogue in that. Yeah, and you're up and down those stairs <clears throat> and up on that platform yeah. and crawling around Well, that's the thing. All the staging and, and everything, I yeah. think, would be more difficult to learn than the lines. Right. Um, I thought he was good. I, I thought Mayor Winningham did an excellent yeah. job. Mayor Winningham was there? Yeah. She oh, was, my God. Um, I haven't heard of her. She was probably ever. one of my favorite parts about it. I kept wow. calling her Muriel Hemingway. Muriel Hemingway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that wasn't her. It was Mayor She was in, um, what do you call it? Sandal's Fire. Sandal's Fire, right? Yeah. right? She was the Rob Lowe love Holy interest. Crow. Chunky girl. But uh, the, wow. all the music was, the one thing that I thought was kind of weird about it is all the music uh, was pretty much sung by the two ghosts that uh-huh. are in the lighthouse. It's about a, uh-huh. a kid in the lighthouse um, during World War II. Mm-hmm. He comes comes to live with his aunt because um, his father has died in the war and his mom's gone crazy. And 
And uh, it, all the singing is done by these two ghosts. And it's kind of like they're narrating it kind of in the songs at the beginning and the end. And then right. they're singing kind of pretty much to the boy. I thought all the songs were very similar because yeah. they all had that ghostly feel. They all had that kind of echo on the mic. And I don't know. I, I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Did you guys? What, how, how did you I thought it needed a lot of work. It? I thought the last two numbers especially um, showed that it had a spark that had some life to it. And I wish that that was sprinkled more throughout. Absolutely. And I thought that the dialogue could be punched up to make it a little more interesting because you have this non-standard musical where there are literally... 11 to 15 minutes in between songs, which is in a normal musical, that doesn't happen. And it's almost like the dialogue needed to be better. Yep, and I agree. I read the LA Times review of it, and he actually liked it a lot. And he liked it for almost all the reasons that I was finding fault in it. It's huh. that he liked this sort of effervescent, misty quality that it had, where it felt like it could disappear at any moment because it's ghostly, and it's you know the mist and the shores and the time period right. and the setting and all of that. He said he, he thought that it all sort of fit together. He also thought that it was an incredibly big undertaking to even attempt, and that he was just glad that something outside of the box was on stage. That okay. was kind of his whole point, was that it was not for everybody, but... It's really something to behold. You know, and it kind of is because it definitely does step out of the box. It's a, it's a kind of a new format for musicals that I that yeah. I'm not used to, and maybe that's why it was pulling yeah. me kind of like, mm. this is weird. I'm not yeah. used to this happening. It was like taking but... the Greek chorus and like burning or boiling it down to two people, right? You know, who happened right. to be ghosts and were walking around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Was, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, it, it but, was good. I enjoyed it. My my feeling on it was though that okay so Mary Whittingham she plays a woman who is kind of cold and distant at first, right. and um, then she has a man working for her who's Japanese and it traditionally is he's also kind of cold and distant, and then you've got the kid who's lost you know pretty much both his parents and, and so he's, he's kind cold of and cold <laughs> and distant and it takes place in a lighthouse which is in Maine which is cold. And distant, and then you've got ghosts who are cold and distant. And so it was an, very an orchestra made up of dead people. Uh, dead people, cold, 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 cold and distant. And distant. <laughs> so there was a I'm lot of cold and distant in there. And and Brian make it made a good point after it. Also, is that there were so few lines that were. Um, really humorous that the audience really jumped on those almost like over laughed. They were starved. For they were a starved for like, a, breathe out and go like, that. Oh, ha ha. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. And, and let a little of emotion into it and stuff. Yeah. So right. I also, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it, you know, it kept my interest for the entire time. I, I agree with you. Though. It, yeah. it needed some work and it needed to go, a little more. It, it needed to take us on more of a roller coaster ride. And I think I think that he probably will keep working it. You know, with oh, the reviews well, that's and stuff. I mean, that's all, yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. I think we'll definitely see some changes in it, and yeah. and hopefully um, uh, he'll make some great changes that will really in fact uh, bring uh, it up. I uh, was talking to Scotty, and I said I definitely would like to see it again at at the end of the run, right? Um, because I'd really like to see how the other little boy does, and I'd like to see like if they take any numbers out or move anything around or anything like that. But um, it made me think today I got an email from um, uh, the Spring Awakening, you know, fan club site thing mm -hmm. because Tom Holtz, who was responsible for Spring Awakening, who was Duncan Sheik's partner and putting that together, has um, American Idiot opening on Broadway, which is the Green Day album turned musical. Oh, wow. Really? And what's cool is the guy who is playing the lead is um, Jonathan Gallagher, something like that. He was one of the leads. He was actually the, the lead who won the Tony in... Um, Spring Awakening. Oh wow! So he's the lead in American Idiot, along with two other guys from um, 
Spring Awakenings, and some it, the cast is really pretty cool looking. So what I'm hoping is that um, a bunch of us are going to be going to New York at some point in 2010 to see Kevin and Adam's family, mm. and I'm hoping that American Idiot will still be running, and I can that use my awesome. contact to get awesome good seats for that too. So we'll yeah, see. The first time I listened to that to that record or, or CD, actually, you know, it was like. This could totally. This is because it is a story. It's yeah. basically a story. It's like this could definitely be a cool. Well, show. and if you want to see what it looks like uh, in the Grammys on Sunday, uh, Green Day will be performing with a cast of American Idiot. Huh. All right. Oh, right. Cool. Cool. So I'm kind of curious how that will. Because I have to say, I watched the video on the website, and I was like, here. Even though I love you know Jonathan Gallagher Jr. or whatever his name is, I was like, he. I'm so used to Billy Joel, Joe and the way he is just like full right. of snot and vinegar and stuff and just throws those lyrics out. To hear somebody from Broadway singing it, it's almost like the moment in um, uh, Team America World Police where they're like, AIDS, 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 right. AIDS, and they have like the fake musical and everything. It's like that. It's like, it's almost like, it's so underpowered. You're like, God, how is that going to translate on stage? So. I mean, that's going to probably be feeling similar to Tommy when it was taken to Broadway. Yeah. You know? Yeah, true, true. So, anywho, all right. Well, there you go. All right. We, so, spend- yeah, besides that, my weekend was good. My brother came into town, and uh, I saw my brother and uh, my sister-in-law, and I gave them a big bird cage for their bird, Trixie, and that was about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> how was uh, Anastasia Beaverhausen? Did she die today? Uh, no, she didn't. Um, Anastasia Beaverhausen is my hamster that I have at work. You have a hamster? I do, because we can have oh, pets you, at yeah, work. I work at Petco, Petco yeah, okay. in the corporate office, so um, everyone brings fun. their dogs and everything. She was supposed everything. to die? I've had, <laughs> it's fun to dog peas on the stairs, right? for about two years, and hamsters live two to three years. Um, something happened a couple days ago, so she's either had a little stroke or whatever. Aww. So Miss Beaverhausen is probably going to uh, depart and go to that big hamster wheel in the sky. I believe you didn't bring her home. You know, he really doesn't care about her that much. I do. Not I love her. He's just an honest supply. You know what? It's she, like your stapler is dying. You know, it's, like, either, it's either, you know, <laughs> at Petco they there. have a special little like tube, pneumatic tube they stick <laughs> the hamsters in right. when they die. So it's just easier <laughs> to do it there. This is a good <laughs> sound. <laughs> it sends them straight to heaven. It just shoots about the top of the building. Actually, this is really sad. Right behind our building is a pet cemetery with the with a crematory. Mm. Well, of so, course. yeah, so hamsters. when you see the 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 red mm. or the white cl- clouds and the and the, and like the red flames coming out of the building behind us, <laughs> well, it's, we it's, know that Fifi's being, you know, uh, burned. Well, uh, it's funny too, my niece <laughs> it smells like burning. It does uh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny thing though, my niece and nephew in New Jersey are really into the guinea pigs or whatever, and they're buying these guinea pigs. Uh, my brother in law yeah. went and bought a guinea pig. And it died like two days later, and uh, and I said, oh well, did he take it back to the store or whatever? And he says, well, you know, it was like one of those things. It was like it's a life. I'm not going to return it to the store and get my money back or whatever. He then found out from a friend. I don't know if it was Petco or PetSmart, but they actually want you to bring them back, and you can bring them back, and they won't take them, and they'll give you your money back or whatever, or they'll take them. Actually, what they do is they'll take them from you. They'll have an autopsy done to figure out what killed the thing to find out if they have a bad batch of guinea pigs All or right. this particular problem, we, we might and then it. they'll give them back to you so that. You can I'll bury them or do pieces? whatever at home. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Whatever they probably just take blood and test the blood <laughs> yeah, or whatever. They just give you but the they'll actually back. allow you. They'll actually <laughs> do that. They'll do give you your money I'm back, sure. but actually give you the thing back. But they say we actually prefer that you do that. That way, if there's a problem with a particular Eek. batch or a particular farm or whatever they right. get them from, right. they, they can isolate sure. a problem and keep that 
from happening Absolutely. in the future. Absolutely. So I thought that was kind pickles. of pickles. So, <laughs> right, <laughs> moving right along. You weren't talking. So. You cannot no, say pickles. No, I was just trying to like. Move and that's not the moving move along. That's the that. shut up. I'm not done okay, talking. Move away from okay. the okay. We need a different term yeah. then. Oh, How about Louise? Uh, Louise. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Anyway. How about Beaverhausen? <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, let's talk about um, the obvious big piece of technology in the room that's been well, launched, it's room, but it's not in the room. I, that was <laughs> a really bad segue. Wow. How about this? It's, well, okay. It matches the level of uninspiration I have for the iPod. I, yes. Well, but there's, the like, there's, 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 there's two different, two different, there's a couple of different camps. The one is the camp that will loves everything Apple, no matter what Apple does. They can't do anything wrong. Those are and the and they've got camp. and they've no, got to have absolutely. it. No, not necessarily. <laughs> and they've got to have it. There's people who like Apple products, appreciate them, or whatever, and 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 whatever. And there's people who, and you're reading people's entry on Facebooks, who cannot stand Apple for right. whatever reason. Yeah. And they're so blah blah blah. And they and all their posts are like, oh, iPad. It sounds like a tampon. Uh, yeah. Like all this like nasty. It's shit. Republicans and the Democrats all over again. Exactly. And it's like <laughs> you know, all right, whatever. If it's not something you're interested in, you don't need to trash the. Thing. I was like, okay, if you're such a great, if PCs are so great, when's the last time Dell had a press conference that anybody listened to or cared about or came out with a product, you know, that anybody gave a shit about? You know what I mean? It's just like sour grapes. Well, and I, I hate that kind of unnecessary sour grapes. I don't think it's like, I wouldn't go, I mean, that's the very, that's a generalized statement, and it's mostly true. Mm. I think there's a lot of people like me who <laughs> straddle the fence who loves his iPhone but loves his PC. Um, I looked at the iPad, one, the name is just ridiculously bad. I mean, of course, it's an iPad. It's you know, on the bleeding edge of technology. It's an iPad. Like, well, I think that was, that was they were so really horrible. trying. That was to make horrible. It in the same realm as iPod, right? And iPod, I totally iPad. understand. Okay, sort but of building. From it's that. like naming your kid Richard. You are dooming him to being called Dick the rest of his life. Right. You know, it's like you know. We had a president or Mulva. I mean, you'd never name your child that. <laughs> there is there is some interesting news that I just found out today, actually before the podcast, about the name iPad too. First of all, it's owned by uh, Fuji, I think. Fuji actually owns the name iPad, and they have a device which is an electronic device with a phone, um, with Bluetooth, and all this other kind of stuff, and it's an electronic device running like a mini computer. That's an iPad, and they've had it out for a couple of years. So there is a um, uh, trademark, trademark yeah, okay. a trademark issue. Yes, there's a point. There's a trademark issue between iPad, Apple's iPad, and their iPad. Um, it would be different, like, there's a Canadian company that also has the name iPad, but it's for padded bras. Okay, so that's not a problem. The Both products can be out there. Do you remember when the iPhone first came out? That there was another iPhone. Cisco owned mm-hmm. And had an iPhone released about three weeks before Apple had announced an iPhone. Mm-hmm. They had to come to terms later on in, in some kind of agreement right. so they could both use iPhone. But Cisco's iPhone is a voice over IP device. So anyway, Apple owns iSlate. Apple owns Slate Communications LLC. And everybody thought they were going to call it the iSlate. And then, you know, yesterday they announced it as the iPad. I think they might actually be changing the name later. We'll see. You think? It's a really bad name. It's a bad name. I don't know that they're so big on retreating on any decisions. (laughs) Well, but they had to, though, with Rendezvous. Um, Rendezvous is a technology. It's Bonjour now? It's called Bonjour now. Rendezvous is a zero configuration technology that they came out with. Somebody else had something like it. They had to Hmm. change it to Bonjour. So they've had to change their names at at, at different times. Let's hope they change this one because iPad is horrible. But in terms of – so 
we all agree the name is a little Horrible. lackluster. But in terms mm-hmm. of the actual technology itself, I think it's stupid. I mean, it's it's a glorified iPhone. Not an iPhone. I iPod, well, iPod touch. touch. Yeah, it's, well, not, even, it's touch, not even a yeah. phone. Yeah, it's yeah. not even a phone. I I think I, I, originally I was like, well, at the price tag, I would totally buy that instead of a Kindle. But then somebody brought up the the point that it's it's LCD, and it's not really the greatest way to read a book. It's not right. great for your eyes, it, you know, and it it's causes strain. That, screen. Which I would think it's Apple, and maybe they've considered that, and they wouldn't just like want your eyes to just not work right. Mm-hmm. You know, they, maybe it has a different setting when you're reading, and maybe it does something different or whatever. But um, I yeah, I mean, like when you said if I you know you said if I walked down the street with my headphones on, at least right, it would make yeah. me look smaller. I mean, I I, I responded with <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you could hold it up to your ear like a ghetto blaster because that's yeah. how silly it kind of strikes me. It's right. like this yeah. big iPhone boombox thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I will say, I would I would find a practical use for it because there is there are certain things I do with the i if I didn't have the iPhone with the iPhone now. See, I used to have a laptop and. Uh, even though I had a desktop computer at home, my laptop was what I would sit in bed or sit on the bowl and use to read my emails, browse the internet, right, or sure. whatever. Well, now I'm doing it all on my iPhone. Right. You know what I mean? So when I get up in the morning, I go in the bathroom with my iPhone and check my email while I'm, you know, right. thinking right. whatever. And you know, so I mean, I don't see a necessary use for it. The other thing that struck me as funny about the product too is, and it would be this way with any kind of tablet PC, is if you'll notice when Steve Jobs was doing the demonstration on the stage, he was sitting there with his legs crossed so it could be propped up on his leg. When you watch the demo video, the people have their like feet up on like footstools and tables and stuff right. like that, where it's bent, like where their knees are bent so the thing uh-huh. can be pitched. It's 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 bigger than a than a phone. I mean, and you're holding this giant thing in your hand and you're trying to type on it. You need to lay that thing down. Right. And right. It's not the same as having a laptop. When you have a laptop that has a screen that's pitched and you can type on it that's on your lap, that's right. one And it's thing. not flat, too. It also it has that rounded it's back. Curve, so when you put right. it down, right. it's curved, and you're going to type, and it's going to wiggle and around. And how well, warm does it that. run? If heavy. it's on your lap, is it going to be warm oh, like no. a PC? Probably not warm with the, like the iPhone. Like I, iPhone. I wonder what the significance is, though, and nobody seems to be talking about that, of the Apple of Apple designing their own processor for it. That, that I seems, thought was very interesting. That seems significant. That was very interesting. Indeed. So I don't know about other applications for that. I think as well, that, that's not oh. the first time though. That's not the first mm. time Apple has designed their own processor. The mm. PowerPC was between Apple, Motorola, and IBM. Yeah. So there's the three of those that designed that. Well, personally, I would spend a couple hundred more bucks and get a refurb 13 inch iBook first because it does so much more. You're not limited to apps that are designed for right. it or for the iPhone. Right. And things mm-hmm. like that. Because that was, we actually had a, a commenter, and I'm not going to read through the whole thing, but he, um, someone called, where's his name on here? Tino? Tino. This, um, is on, this is on our website? Yeah, this is on our website um, about it because we put up a survey about what people thought of it. Um, and his gripes were the, were the name. He didn't like the name. Um, no GPS, which isn't uh, true. That's not true. It does have GPS. Yeah, so it does have GPS. I don't know who told him that. Um, where's the camera? Can you imagine holding that thing up and taking a picture with it? I However, can't. though, should have a camera facing facing right. you for that for, is one yeah, of the features video yeah. chat for yeah. skyping and things like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. That I would like would like to see. Um, but um, yeah, iChat was a native app. And the number four, his thing was Snow Leopard that it's not running a regular operating system, and that's kind of my big beef with that. Yeah, but there's so much more you yeah. can do with a. Yeah, it's the multitasking in the operating system. Yeah. It is running OS ten. Just as the the iPhone is running a version of OS ten. Right, but it can't run multiple. But things. 
but it's a very it's a very specific. His next point, version. and I think this is a biggie. And who knows? Maybe by the time it comes out, it'll be fixed. I don't know. Maybe they'll fix it for the iPhone too. Is no flash. Right. They're never gonna have yeah. flash. So the, you're you're using yeah, this to bra- you're using this to browse the net with. I mean, right. come and on. It's kind of pointless. Uh, none of those none of those devices will ever have. Flash. Yeah. I mean, not that I necessarily agree with having flash based websites, but they're out there and to browse somebody brought, somebody put that point to bed. They just said it's because flash isn't just flash it's mm-hmm. an entire like um uh language it, it, it yeah. can do more than just make pictures it does all this other shit and as soon as you do that you open up a whole new realm of apps mm. that apple would have absolutely no control over it's kind of mm. like um with the wii how you can go online and you can play all these games that the wii that that nintendo didn't put out because they're all flash based and you can kind of use the wii to to, to um whatever right. you know kind of uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so yes. it's like that. Whatever I was trying to say there, um, <laughs> yeah. and that's why apparently they will never have flash. Yeah. There are two sides of the flash camp too. There are people who absolutely love it, and there's people like me who absolutely hate it. Yeah, um, it's it's very processor intensive, and that's one of the problems too. It's not just Apple allowing right. it; it's Adobe has to make a version well, that could run and the, on. And the point I just is, to be able to watch videos when I go to a fucking website. Well, but and that's, and that's, and that's, that's Tino's point here too. No Xtube. I mean, if without exactly. flash. You can't watch X The thing that that Flash does for all those videos is it's simply a wrapper for an MPEG video, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. And that, and but, in this place, I agree with Apple though, and, and I understand that. However, most websites use it. Yeah. So regardless of, but YouTube doesn't man. for video alone. YouTube doesn't. Uh-huh. YouTube is. But MPEG I'm not based. just going to want to go only YouTube's on doing YouTube. a whole other thing that's pissing me off now, where you can't embed videos from them anywhere anymore. What? Dude, it, try, yeah, it's not working with Facebook, right? Facebook is it does not. On purpose? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's on purpose. Oh, okay. I've heard because um, it just puts the, a, a link. Well, the least here from OK video. Go put out this really interesting article all about um, videos and stuff. How mm-hmm. all the record companies won't let you re-embed videos at all anymore, right. and um, you can't like like they get a percentage of the money from each time uh, videos looked at. Now, if you look at a video on YouTube and it's of a band, yeah, it has there's that residuals now. They actually do get money, but it's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Hmm. And apparently, the whole thing is all about like not spreading videos which is retarded because that's how okay go got famous in the first place yeah exactly so. yeah with the but that's the really to do with the ipad the so but any of yeah. the uh, just over the other things that he's saying um iphone iphone versions of websites i guess i don't know if it'll default to that or not mm-hmm. i don't know um no usb ports the screen is four by three four three aspect ratio not 16 nine yeah. Um, no multitasking, which is you know beef some people have with the iPhone. I personally don't find a problem well, with it, and I think I can. I'm happy if I can multitask, but it's by funny. browsing the web or looking at my contacts while I'm talking on the phone. To me, that's all the multitasking I need to be but doing. What's funny is that this reads like a list of someone who is looking, you know, three years into the future. This is the first device. Right. Yeah. It's not supposed to do everything because if it did mm. everything, you wouldn't want another one in a year and a half. See, and people yeah. are criticizing them too, saying that like the That's original it, iPhone, the that Apple, Apple rushed it model. to market, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it is true. It is their. You know, their maybe if the sales of iPhones didn't like quadruple in the last quarter, they wouldn't mm. be so quick. Yeah. Oh, they wouldn't be so quick to. Uh, to do this over and over and over again. Right. But well, as a people like I'm not JP and people like Dave and people like myself right. aren't happy with their mm-hmm. iPhone for more than a year and a half. Yeah. So uh, it um, works. It's, what about a light version of iLife to do things like creating music or editing videos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be neat too. And um, the, um, sorry, New York Times, uh, the iPad isn't going to prevent the inevitable. Inevitable. I don't know what that means. Sorry, New York yeah. Times at Al. Uh, but we get the point there. But uh, an interesting point about that, though, was at the conference, there had been a lot of talk about things as, such as 
Apple announcing no longer exclusivity with uh, AT&T for the iPhone. That's been talked about a lot. People right. have been talking I about Verizon. I think that will come with the next generation I think, iPhone, I though, think because it there has it to be CDMA come. or 4G or yeah, whatever. It, 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 yeah, I think it will come. I was actually looking forward to something something other than just the iSlate iPad I. Well, and that was the other thing he didn't do too. Uh, like yeah. one, what's this thing? How does he say it at the very end of every press conference? It's just like, oh, and one more oh, thing, one more and it's thing. some like huge wow thing. Yeah. There and none. there was not. Yeah, no, he, even yeah. hint about the next iPhone. Mm-hmm. Like, does it anybody? Is it even out there? Like, when it's supposed no. to come out? Or? They're probably no. working with uh, Verizon, and I would say it would come out June. Now, the news I've heard from the inside also is that people have talked to Apple about all the network problems with AT&T and the response from Apple is they're not, they're not saying anything officially, but they are saying people will be happy with what, you know, what we're doing next. Mm-hmm. Well, and, so, and they've already done it overseas. Yeah. They've broken their, you know, you know, exclusivity contracts with different carriers overseas and are offering right. them on multiple carriers. <laughs> right. But at this point, it's a point of the technology. If Ver- they, Verizon started offering it tomorrow, your phone wouldn't work on Verizon because Verizon doesn't have that same network. Right. You'd need to get a new iPhone. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we should um, go speak. ahead and right. move along. Before and... we move on, I just want to say one other thing about it. We have the survey online. So it says, what do you think about the new iPad from Apple? I won't go through all the all the options you have to pick from. But the, the one right now that's getting the most votes is it's just a big iPod Touch Pass. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so go on to our website at uh, 619bearcast.com and tell us what you think about what you've heard about it so far mm-hmm. and kind right. of what your opinion yeah. is. Yeah, definitely be, chime in on the, on the comments, well, too. The other thing is, too, and now the S, and the other, just one last thing about the thing, I think now the SDK is out and these developers can start developing, I think by the time it actually hits the market, mm-hmm. there'll be some very cool applications and business applications that will work well Well, you for. hit it on the nose right there. It's and going to be something that biz- people and businesses are going to right. want to have. It's something you can take on the airplane. It's something right. you can do anywhere. It's very flexible. Right. And yeah, and ten-hour battery life. I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of nice things about it. You can please stuff. And it it's does. It does have Apple, a. If it has ten hours of battery life, no fucking <laughs> way. Even if it's ten hours, six hours, three G. If you're only on Wi-Fi, if it's a Wednesday, he said if you only. Give me a fucking break. I just love this iPhone and mine. If I use this. It's done Did, in two hours. Were you the one who had done. that? Were you the one, or was it somebody else who had the app I'm, that shows what it's what resources are being yes, used by yeah, the phone? Yeah. And stop using do you grinder. See anything? It's not. It, you know, me, it, grinder kills it's it. It's being so. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't okay. want to talk about. It. I'm going to move on. I will I'm say. Gonna, one, I will say one thing, and that's and that is, I love my Kindle, and um, yeah. I would buy that again before I would buy one yeah. of those iPads. Well, and the well, Kindle well, is well, designed for reading. Right. Well, that's kind of. I think mm-hmm. where our next topic is going is. You know, do you think modern technology like the Kindle and the iPad, if it ever reaches that point, will ever replace books? Because, like, um, who was it? One of the textbook companies actually made uh-huh. a contract with with the iPad and Apple that they're mm-hmm. going to put them all in e-version mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you think it's ever going to get to the point where we're not going to have written books? I say that happening because on campus, professors are now selling their books as as the book, and also in PDF format. And if you, if the student buys it in PDF format, they save some money. Um, and it also, it's in a format that, you know, is easier to carry around on your laptop. It's easier to make, uh, you know, certain notes and electronic references and stuff. It's less expensive too. to replicate, easier to replicate on the fly than exactly. print, I mean, printing a book. As, it's as easier as, to update right. when there's changes and versions. Exactly. And, you know, before books go to print, they're often put into PDF format in the first place, which then gets mm. sent to the printer. That's yep. how the technology is these days. So I can see that I can see that happening because it's already happening on, on campus. Now, I think it'll be it's exactly the way I mean someone might have said, Do you think that 
CDs will replace records. Well, Mm -hmm. yes, because they have. But Mm -hmm. people still have, like, a love for vinyl. And they will always collect vinyl. And they always have vinyl. Same way MP3s are replacing the use of CDs. Mm. It's not that – because MP3s are easy, flexible, easy to manage, all of that, all the things that modern technology allows. Mm -hmm. But – do I stop listening to vinyl? No, yeah. I still own vinyl. I'll still yeah. own books. But well, yeah. and that's the I have thing. a Kindle. I'm and a, reading everything a, new through right. that. And at a certain point, there's a gun held to the to the head, though, that says, "Okay, you know, vinyl isn't a good business case. I don't care if there's five people who absolutely love vinyl. We're not actually we're not going to start doing vinyl anymore." Right. And that's almost a shame because one of the things I like to do is like let's spread it on a Sunday with a newspaper. I just can't imagine spreading out with a a, a Kindle or an iPad or whatever, trying to read the you newspapers and the ads in it. You well, know what I mean? See, but you're I thinking... enjoy the actual tactile feel of it, but. That, I mean, just because I like it, that's not. It's not going to stay that right. way because if there's no financial business case right. for it, they're going to stop making them, and I'm going to have no choice. That's a generational experience thing. Yeah. You're talking about kids who are born now who will mm-hmm. never ever right. do that, so it will never be something they enjoy because right. they will never experience it. Mm-hmm. Right. Not to mention that in ten years, it won't be this sort of cumbersome static device. It's going to be something you can fold, you know, mm-hmm. because that's the next big thing. Is right. you know. It all you know, it'll be because you see it, I mean, it. Well, no, no, yeah. where it's like where, yeah, exactly where the where the screen itself is foldable. It folds yeah. like a newspaper, you know, and you that's, open it up and you can read it. And yeah, all that. that's I just saw Minority Report for the first time yeah. last well, night. Dude, Minority Report is really well done in the sense <laughs> yeah. that all that shit yeah. is going to happen. You right. will walk into the Gap and it will say, "Greetings, Brian Hill." The that's last time annoying. you purchased, blah blah. You know, well, so if it won't come over the speaker, it'll come to your phone. Well, an augmented reality is already that kind right. of type of right. thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, for me, I don't think it'll replace. I think it'll augment. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in our lifetime. And in, in the next generation, in the generations yeah. to come, sure. Because they'll grow up used to not yeah. handling a book or whatever. It's I, like, it's almost like the way we've already stopped calling people on the phone. Like, right, that already types. seems obtrusive to call mm-hmm. someone on the phone. No, not everybody. Again, Dave, you're slightly older than us. It's a generation no, thing. No, I'm yeah. that way, but no. I'm saying not everybody's that way. Well, I mean, no, a friend who's my same age who cannot stand texting does not have a text plan on his phone. Right. But don't you think that that's the exception and not the rule? Hard to say. Well, I mean, take a look at all your friends. Well, I mean, well, most of our friends are all coming, coming from the right, same place. Right, that's the thing. I mean, we're all kind of techies but, and stuff like that. So, yeah. But I can, can't you see that, you know, because mm. we're, I mean, you know, we're, we're nerds. We're kind of on the cutting edge of whatever shit is happening. Usually one of us has the newest thing. And so, you know, that tends to be where things are headed. It's not like mm. we're ahead of the game or anything. We're just, you know, so sad that we keep up with that <laughs> shit. No, I'm ahead of but the game. Really, no, I think if don't you surveyed, like calling people. If you surveyed people, you know, and you surveyed people that were 35 to 40 and surveyed people that were 15 to 20, you know, oh, and, and looked at the minutes used and looked at the text message used, yeah. that's going to be a perfect oh, yeah. example of what you're or 20. Or 50 yeah. to 60 and yeah. see that it's different there, Absolutely. too. You know yeah. what I mean? But, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's going to be uh, very similar over time. You know, it'll just be the point where, you know, it's going to be like fucking Isaac Asimov and we're going to, you know, live on our own planets mm-hmm. and we won't ever want to like come in human contact. Well, I mean, and they're running out their MP3 players or whatever, and they never had a cassette melt in their yeah. car during the summer, you yeah. know what I mean, from the heat and be ruined. I would I would say just just for this question, I don't think it's going to replace it, but I think it is. Like Brian said, can augment it or enhance it? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. But I think it's going to be shorter than you think. I think within the next five to ten years, we're going to see a whole lot more of this. It won't replace it, but it will certainly take well, over as the majority of what people are doing. Dave brought it up when he mentioned mm-hmm. using in the morning when you're doing certain things that you do in the morning and you're reading your iPhone to get your stuff. 
that will be the norm, but it won't be because you went out and bought a device. It'll be mm. because where you live has that device installed or something. It's yeah. part of your living condition right. that right. you will have. It's kind of like when I brought up that the 3D televisions, how the remote control itself is a television. Yes. Right. Mm. It's going to get to that point where it's like random shit you never even thought would come with a television mm. or internet. Yeah. We'll have it because that's what we're used to. Our refrigerator, you know, we'll have internet access, which they already have. They, they already they have do. Wi-Fi yeah. refrigerators. Mm. But, Eventually, that will become the yeah. standard. Like, like you're going to go to McDonald's and sit down at a table. The table is going to be a screen, except right. they'll decide what you get to see from that particular portal. Oh yeah, like Mark, that's Mark that's what I see. To you, sure, yeah, of course. yeah, that's that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and things well, like electronic books and kids are growing up with those things. That's what they're going to be used to, and they're going to embrace that technology because it's what they're used to. It's the easiest thing. Yeah. And what's scary for me is like the idea that who's going to control these books that we get. You know, because I was like, <laughs> like, like well, I'm just saying, like, right? how do you know that you're getting like a copy of the actual book? How do you know that somebody hasn't gone in and augmented it somewhat, you mean or like added the Bible? or subtracted, like the Bible <laughs> or the Quran or you know? Because remember, I was talking about that documentary I saw where like the um, in, um, in Saudi Arabia, that's this this tiny sect of uh, Islam is responsible for creating most of the Qurans that are out there mm. and that they add things like when they're talking about smiting em- enemies, they'll put like, like the United States in, you know, mm. in, in brackets, you well, know, like we'll that. Look, we'll look at China and what they're wow. going through with Google right God. now. You know right. what I mean? And, I mean, exactly. they're, I mean, they're, the government is outright, you know, limiting what the, the, their, uh, their, uh, the people's exposure to different parts of the well, culture. You know, like I always said, I'm really glad I'm going to be dead in 50 years. I want to worry about it. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll then. put a nail in that one. You know, I? well, speaking of, of books and reading, um, what 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 do you guys do? You read? Do you read the actual newspaper? Do you read books anymore? Do you read novels? I read, read more news online, news uh, magazines. But I, actually, I read, picking up a real life, I get yeah. seven magazines in the mail a month, and five <laughs> right. of them are about I, I cars. Read, and, I'm gonna say, are they all about cars? <laughs> five of them are about cars. One of them is about like, Mac. If, if I'm reading like uh, a fiction book or a novel or something, yeah, I still pick up a regular book. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if it's if it's something, you know, the news or something like that, like I go on to CNN or Absolutely, just, yeah. or even just Yahoo News and just kind of skim through the headlines and mm. see what's, well, I mean, what's going on. But as a there. book person, if you're, you know, if you're like a reader person, if there was a new book coming out from an author that you really wanted to read and you had an electronic device like the, like the Kindle, would you almost be more likely to buy it on paper to sort of have it? You know what I mean? As opposed to like, it's like so if a new movie comes, a movie comes out on DVD honest, that you really liked that you saw right. in the theater, you're more likely to buy it than rent it and watch it well, again. See, okay, now okay, books versus DVDs for me, it's completely different. For a book, I and if I had a Kindle, I would probably buy it electronic just and just to, just to save room and only have it electronic. just to only mm-hmm. you know have it in one place and not have to worry about getting all these bookshelves and mm-hmm. keep all the books and everything like that. Um, but with DVDs and Blu-ray and stuff like yeah. that. I like having the disc. You'd rather have the disc than, than downloading yeah, than it from iTunes or something. From iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, my degree is in English. I'm, I'm a huge reader. I'm always reading at least one, if not three, books, and um, I am totally Kindle. I mean, the Kindle is freaking balls out, mm. awesome. I was just reading today, and I, it's amazing how readable it is, and how and and if there's a footnote, you can highlight it, and it takes you to the footnote. If there's a word you don't know. You can highlight that word, and there's a built-in dictionary, and it tells hmm. you what it means. I mean, it's just it's all yeah. there. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy it to is use. A really and you can put device. notes in it and everything. Yeah. And, and this is and this is just the start. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I only have the version two, so it's not like it's this amazing device that has all these features mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, it's just a stepping off point. Um, 
I have a lot of books, and uh, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm going to have a party where I put a sticker on on books on my shelf, and if it has a sticker on it, you can take it home with you because I don't. I always I just figure it's it's like CDs, like you don't really need them anymore. Right. So why not give them to somebody who actually would have a use for it? Right. And then if I want to read it down the road, okay, it's a nine dollar purchase on Amazon. Mm. There was a, a project, and it was tried. I believe it was in Portland, actually, where they did this um, to get people to read more and to read a lot of the classic books what they would do is is people would go out with like these paperback books and they would leave them on on benches and on and bus stops and stuff with a note inside saying please read this book you know and then when you're finished put it back here or put it somewhere else and let someone else read it and sort of pass it along until it rains yeah there's a whole there's a website yeah, yeah and it was just basically a way of Getting people to read. You just leave the books there and, and getting them to, to read the classics. There's a website where you can actually they'll they'll send you labels and then you you put the label in the book and you write, you know, the website or whatever. And that way if somebody gets Very the book, cool. they can go to the website and register. Right. I found the book here, I read it, I loved it. Kind of like where's George. Or so whatever. you can kind of see where the book mm. travels. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Very cool. Cool. Do you ever see that like, bo- do you ever see books doing thing like Disney yeah. does with DVDs <laughs> that the you you buy a Blu-ray DVD now they they come I with a regular D V D and a downloadable format. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that happening? I with books? Yeah. It isn't it on Amazon when you buy a book you can also get the Kindle version at either a discounted price or for free. I haven't seen that I know that when I downloaded the Chuck Klosterman book that I'm reading, that they gave me another one of his books for free. So oh. I don't know what huh. they're doing there, but um, really, yeah. yeah, it was, and that's what sucked about my about Christmas was that I I get this Kindle, I'm like, yay! And then my sister bought me two books, and I'm like, oh, oh. No. <laughs> hey, well. now that I have it, I'm like, oh, reading yeah, book, oh, page yeah. turning, Ugh, poor people. That's where I'm at. I used <laughs> to I used to devour books. I mean, the, and this of course is before the World Wide Web they're and delicious. all that other kind of stuff. Right? They were delicious with mm. salt and pepper. Um, I really did used to devour books. And and now I find myself, my time is so taken up with so much other stuff, I don't have the time to read anymore. Mm. And I, I miss that. I miss being able to curl up with, you know, a book and just sit there and read. For some of the books I read, yeah. like, you know, Cryptonomicon or, you know, thousand yeah. pages and they're really, really, really huge. Mm. And what that's I've, when the Kindle would be nice. What I've noticed is as I've gotten older, um, is I'm actually starting to lean away from fiction. Like, it just, like, that's not necessarily what I want to read first. Um, and I started to realize that as I'm reading this Clusterman book because he's like two years older than me and, you know, he's talking about everything from time travel to um, – uh, my mind's totally fucking blanking. But um, he's talking about time travel, sports, uh, all kinds of – really, you know, just stuff. But it's all from the same basic viewpoint. Uh, you know, when you grow up with somebody, it's kind of like Seth MacFarlane on Family Guy. Like all the jokes I get them because right. it's my age and it's mm, the same sort generational of background. Sure. And – but it's 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 like one of the things he talks about is interviewing and like why people are so if you ask someone a if you go up to someone random on the street and you ask them a question like what's your favorite book they're inclined to answer you well why why do they answer you you know why don't they just walk away they don't know you why do, right. why does a human being feel the need to answer a question when it's asked to them uh-huh. like that exploration and I love stuff like that and I'm like God well that I mean for that purposes I mean it's you're you know people love to talk about themselves you're giving information right. about yourself well, and it's and you're not really it's not costing you anything to but tell that's not that. I mean that's not my point here mm. to, to answer that question my oh. point is that the examination itself is mm. interesting to me. Like mm. that's more interesting not, not to me than, than hearing about the mouse that got in a shoe and you know sailed away to Islands Blue or whatever. You know, I don't fucking you know. <laughs> Was like, it an American Tale? No, I just made that up. Okay. Um, nice. So anyway, um, so yeah. So that's off topic. I'm just gonna. Yeah, you don't know. So, okay. Yeah. 
And Entertainment Weekly. Great. I, I read that every week. Do they have kids' <laughs> books for Kindle? Uh, sure, why not? Let's just say yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but it would make sense. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, but remember, Ish. though, the Kindle is black and white, and it's electronic geek. Mm. It's not. So the pictures on there, it's like old black and white, mm. you know, bitmap pictures. Yeah. Well, that was one scale. of the things I think they were trying to make a, a point of the iPad over the Kindle was <laughs> right. when they showed the New York Times, and he was able to click into the story and actually, in the middle of the story, watch a video about somebody right. talking about it. Like, yeah, and that's know. that's really, I mean, that's amazing. And when it shows the bookshelf, the bookshelf's like fully animated. And well, well, that's already on the phone. That's nothing. And amazing. I, you but know still, I I come from the standpoint where I need a new computer. I need a new computer. The computer I have is five years old, and it is definitely showing its age. And if it was between getting the iPad or getting an iMac or something like that, I'm totally going to get the new computer. If I had the money, well, sure. I would get an iPad, though, because I can see myself getting up in the morning and wandering downstairs and you know reading articles and crap on this little thing as I'm getting breakfast and stuff well, like that. Wait, I it's not going to replace the computer. Yeah. Well, and then they're not trying to. In the presentation, it was clearly placed in between the iPod Touch slash iPhone and the computer thought, itself. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. a gateway product between the yeah. two. It's not meant to replace mm-hmm. either. Yeah. But I still won't buy one because it yeah. just seems silly. I really would feel silly. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, that's why I thought fun. that way about the iPhone, I would love too. to be walking down the street with one with a hot, with earphone, earbuds plugged into it, listening to your music. You know first, what I mean? Like, hold yeah. this book. But first time I heard the iPhone, <laughs> and I great. looked at that and I went, okay, whatever. I, yeah, I'm, uh, but I guess for traveling. But as it grew on me and stuff, I'm like, okay. And now, you know. Well, it would be nice to do email on a bigger format and traveling. If I was a businessman who traveled a lot. That probably would be something that yes. I would definitely mm-hmm. get. Yeah. Well, I the one thing I saw, I had seen online actually for the iPhone I thought was pretty cool, and I, I would actually like to get this. It's a rubber case your iPhone fits into, and it has two rubber straps that stick out of the top. And what you do is you undo the tray table, you put the straps in the tray table, lock it back, and it holds it up so you yep. can actually watch it. So you can oh, watch kind of cool. movies on a plane. That is. It's nightmare that when you're on a plane okay. trying to hold this up to right. watch something. Or, it or just stand gets, or leaned up against like, something or whatever, oh. and you're always looking down at it or whatever. I thought that was a really good idea. That is a neat idea. So, speaking of other neat ideas, how are we doing on time, Mike? You know, we're kind of uh, getting towards the end here, yeah. so I think we're going to save these other topics for next week. That's okay. Like All right, we're going to go into a little segment we're going to have here at the end called In a Nutshell. Well, do we want to uh, break and so you can take that out or no? Take what out? Okay, go out. ahead. Keep going. How are we on time? Okay. No. Yeah. Oh, oh. the behind the music portion. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Each one storytellers? Yeah. I took my love and I music. took it down. No, a uh, little segment we're going to have called In a Nutshell that's going to have you give me an answer in five words or less. Oh, shit. And oh, it's going to probably refer to something we've talked about during uh, the evening. Penis? I Each don't week. know. Ox me And it's not going to be penis tonight. If you woke up in bed with me, what would you say? I don't know. Penis. Ox me again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So, actually, let's just talk about, uh, since uh, the iPad was really the biggest thing. Am I bothered? Um, in five words or less, if you could rename the iPad, um, what would you name it? Five words or less. Five words or less. Hmm. We'll start with Brian. Brian's like, oh. Well, I'll say it. iTablet. All right. There we go. I mean, fine. I mean, I'm even fine with iPad. Once the haters get past it, then whatever. How about, I don't need this. <laughs> That's kind of where I was going with it, too. Well, I, I sent out a Twitter that said I, I renamed it the U-Pad for U-Pad Steve Jobs' wallet. And somebody actually like wrote back on Twitter and like hated on me. I'm just like, I thought that was funny. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, got a rename for that. Go, JP. I don't know. Well, no, I... I, I 
really not sure either because thinking about what I said earlier, isolate it does sound stupid. Mm. Um, yeah, iTablet, as I'm with iTablet, I, tablet is I think I like Dave's it's too many... spicy version actually. The iPad, iPad tie. Well, yeah. I thought, <laughs> well, you know what's funny too because yeah, when reading articles about it, I swear to God, every yeah. time you see iPad, I see iPad written I, yeah. I, in my mind. Thinks iPad, iPod, they spell it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So iPad, I think it's iPod, iPhone. They're all IP things iPhone. Then it's MacBook, MacBook Pro. Well, it was iBook. Right. How about it's not anymore? I farted. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, so there you have it in a nutshell. That's what we would rename that was the words. iPad. I, yeah, I, okay. Let's it move can't on to the iPad. It has to be something else by the time they release it. Such a bad name. <laughs> Okay. I'm like even more so than before now. The more I think about it, I'm like, yeah. Hey. Well, my opinion on the product was I think it's interesting. It's a neat product, but it would need to have more features before I would consider buying it. If it was a gift, I would take it immediately. Mm-hmm. I'll start out tugs tonight. Okay. Um, I'm going to send out a tug to uh, my bitches, my girls from uh, Southern Decadence. Shara and Tiff. Are they listening? They they actually they may start listening, so they're probably going to listen <laughs> to this one. You, you've kept in touch so, with them. So, I have. After taking after taking and, these uh, these young in, women right. into in a the year from now, when they finally get to episode fifty eight, they'll right. be like, right. "Oh, that's yeah, us. There we are." No, Tiff's Tiff's going through a, a tough little time. So, a uh, little tug out to her. Tug out to Tiff uh, for a tough time. Tug out to Tiff for a tough time. She alliteration is with her significant. She's going to have ten days of tough time. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and a little tug out she to Miss Anastasia Beaverhausen. The Crimson Tide. Miss Anastasia Beaverhausen. She'll probably be um, going up to that big hamster wheel in the sky tonight. Aww. Well, at least she'll get some fresh girl. Girl. What is you it? Know? Does that mean like you did you poison her or something? Like you expect her to be? No, no, no. she's dying. She's, she's just dying. dying. She oh. she's um, she can't drink anymore and she can't eat anymore. Her mouth is all swollen. Maybe she put a tiny little pillow over her nose. Oh, maybe you should stand on her tiny little air hose. I have this. I have this bedding that's called Nighty Night. And so yeah. I, took, I took the... Put I, 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 I did put her in hospice care. I did. I put her in hospice care. I, I, I took the rest of the package of the nighty night, and I made her this deluxe, luxurious bed, and I lifted her up, It was all just and I dream. placed her into the nighty night. You are so Aww. sweet. You can feel her, her, <laughs> major, her major organs Aww. hardening as I am well, my hand. Oh. Best of luck to But that's, that's, uh, that's all my tucks. So you're going to have a dead brat on your desk tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. Head to oh, nice put him in the pneumatic wow. tube. Boom. <laughs> There's like a whole pile of them. Uh, <laughs> oh they, go, they go right through the crematory behind the building. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> they just go up the <laughs> chimney. <laughs> Okay. I know there's a little puff of smoke. <laughs> pickles, pickles, pickles. <laughs> no. Oh, Louise, Louise, Louise. I love you, Anastasia. Louise, Louise. All right, go ahead. Um, Brian, what are your tugs? Uh, tug. Oh, because we never go off the rails here. Go ahead. Uh, tug oh, for Dave God. Cobb. Happy birthday, Dave Cobb. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. Hey, to bark, my bark. friend uh, Rich, who I ran into at the Eagle. It was nice to reconnect with you, Mister. Um, to my buddy James, who's putting a lot of work together for our Coachella plans. Um, to my 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 dad, my real dad, and my sister and my uncle. It's all their birthdays this month. So happy birthday happy to them! Oh, so Radiohead yeah. tickets didn't work out, did they? Radiohead tickets heard they were crazy out. expensive. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, I would I would have been surprised. We would have got them for under two hundred bucks. Mm. Um, 
also to um, Urso, who was in town and oh, yeah. in L.A. A really neat guy, don't you think? Yes, I've met him before. We hung out on uh, 4th of July. He's a friend from the Flickr, and I had not. I don't think we had ever met. We might have, no. but we're, we weren't sure. Um, but it was nice to meet him, and I'm sure I'll be running into him when I go to San Francisco soon. Um, tugs just to the whole L.A. gang of folk. There are uh, too many to name, but it was delightful to see each and every one of you, especially to Gary Cotty, who is back in the L.A. after being um, on set for a while. In, yeah, yeah. Uh, I told him he's come down here. Yeah, right? he's, he's planning on it. He actually is. In fact, I was trying to get him to come down for the Bear Night weekend because I thought he would have fun mm. being fabulous at Bacchus House. Cool. Um, and uh, I, this is not a tug, but it's a general idea. Uh, for folks who are listening, I am going to be bringing my little um, HD pocket cam with me to IBR. Um, I, I will be at IBR, and I kind of would like to take some video of you. If you listen to the podcast um, and you want to be on camera. What uh, what video thing did you get? I have a little Kodak, a little HD Kodak. Did you? Kodak's version oh, of Flip. Yeah. Oh, those are awesome. I got it on, on Woot for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Those are really nice. So I'm bringing it with me to IBR. Pickles, pickles, pickles. And if you want to be on uh, camera and eventually probably end up in a YouTube movie uh, of some sort that I will be putting out, it won't be without your clothes on. Um, Sad music. Well, unless you want to take your shirt off, I guess you could. But uh, yeah, so if you're Shows interested your in that. Shows your tits. I was there, say. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. If I can't find anybody uh, who actually listens to us, I'll probably just end up doing something else. Mm. But um, but yeah, so anyway, you know how to get a hold of me. And if you don't, um, I don't know, go to 619bearcast.com and figure it out. That's it. Cool. Um, I want to give an untug. What? To, untug? To Coachella. Bear sound. For not oh, selling ah. single day tickets because yeah. I cursed Daddy Daddy is that the Is that definitely it's, the fact? It's, it's, it's definitely a done Is that new for them? Yeah. It yes. is. It is. Mm. Um, according to the article in the Los Angeles Times in which they were quoted, they're going for more of a specific kind of vibe, which... Um, Means Which is stinky hippies. What they well, well, they, they did is they lowered the prices on camping. Instead of getting, um, instead of like a per person sort of fee, you're paying for a plot of land, and it's an mm. unlimited number of plots that you can purchase, we and it's an unlimited week, number of people yeah. that you can put on a plot. So, conceivably, for the youngsters, it's Disaster. a much more affordable way of going all three days. Um, for us old people who don't want to camp oh, with a bunch of stinky hippies for three what days. What a mess that'll be, um, though. If anything, my experience last year taught me that going every day, um, if you can afford it, is amazing. Because it's just a wonderfully fantastic well, they, experience. They do, think, they do it on purpose. They Just like, what do you call it? Street scene or whatever, right? Or they, they, they spread people out over different days to give you an incentive to come each day. Right, right exactly. Right, right, and, right. and I think yeah. they're even saying, you know, to an extent, like, well, if you don't come on Saturday, that's okay. You, right. know, but, you know, they're still going to get the money. If, <laughs> if, if the crowds are... If the crowds are down i'll actually be happy it just means i can get closer to shit you know i don't you know right. whatever how, how much was a three-day ticket right now and uh, i can't go so yeah sure <laughs> totally a three-day <laughs> ticket is with fees <laughs> is, is about 301 dollars <laughs> wow yeah. oh yeah, yeah um, which is again but you get to see some amazing bands if you, yeah, see, yeah, if yeah. you saw three bands with the I, number of ginormous bands are going to be there yeah. i know um, yeah, i would no. pay like 80 bucks to see muse by itself, you know. I know. Mm-hmm. So Grace Jones uh, and Gary Newman and all those people that I would love to oh, see. Oh, you got a friend yeah. in Stop me. it. Stop. <laughs> and they, <laughs> they are going to have pro, apparently they're going to have pro-rated tickets, so like if you went on Sunday, no you're not going to spend $300 to get in. You're going to probably end up spending like $80 to get mm-hmm. in. So they'll do day tickets if you show up 
It's not a no. day ticket. If you no. come on Friday, you will be paying like about three hundred dollars for three tickets. If you come on Saturday, you'll probably be paying like two hundred dollars right. for two day tickets. Right. So that's that sounds sounds right. to that's me. The at least. They're not selling yeah. them in advance. But they also said they're not selling the single days yeah. at the gate. Like oh, so if you come the last day. You could actually get in. You could yeah, get but a then if it's a band you want to see right. Friday, you're scrawled. Right. Yeah. right. And all the bands on yeah. Sunday aren't as good as the other two days. Right. So. Well, Gorillas are debuting. Well, the Gorillas, yeah. On Sunday, but so. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> and then I took out to my roommate just for being sick and for being sick. Oh, yeah, for, and you know, feel better. Yeah, feel better, done. Dave, um, Doug's to Ed, huh? I have to tag him every week. <laughs> um, and they are coming to um, California, yes. which is very cool. Excited right. about that in March. AKA Grope uh, Fest 2010. Yay. You are correct. Select again. <laughs> um, it tugs to Ray for actually. Uh, I had breakfast. Uh, Bryce and I had breakfast with he and him and uh, Orso, Orso on Orso on um, um, Sunday, and then we drove around in the car for a little bit or whatever. We picked up Mikey and stuff, and we actually drove by. The Brady Bunch house. I know. I saw your Twitter. Oh, I was so jealous. No way. And, uh, Did you yeah, jump out and have your picture taken? Very in front of different. It? The, San, the San Diego, the LA River, like runs right behind it. It's in a it's in a weird neighborhood thing. I didn't get my picture in front of it, but I jumped out and I took a couple pictures of it from the outside. It <laughs> That'd looks be very crazy to live there. It looks very different uh. than it did and stuff. And yeah, Andrew from uh, Phoenix said um, after I posted the picture, said yeah that he went there one time and took a picture or whatever. And there's a woman out front watering lawn. She actually yelled at him for taking a picture. And it's like you know, oh, come on, bitch, you live in the Brady Bunch. I know. House. Right. Right. But it's there, weird. It's like it's like orange and white now. It's like really oh. weird, like corally, like trim and white. And I wonder stuff. if they do that on purpose. It looks a little like, different. You, I don't know. It looks a little different, it's but it definitely to try to make it look different so yeah. people wouldn't recognize. But you can see the mountains in the background, fine. so you can see how they could have seen it, and you know from the thing. And I want to compare the photos, but you'd think it was a lot bigger and even farther off the road, and it's just not. And it's hmm. a tiny little house. And at the end of the street, that's the river. And somebody said, "Yeah, that's how they got rid of Tiger when he died. They just put him oh. in Hollywood always disappoints. The L.A. River. It's like when you go to see the prices." Right, and you're just like, what? Did you go see the prices right? You never seen the prices right? No. Oh my god, you go in there. Bryson told me this week. He goes, he's like, oh, Bryson even said to me. He texted me for some random reason and said, you know, while you're out of work, you should go up and try to get on the prices right. Yeah, you should. It's tiny inside. Is it like it? You just really? It's like the size of this garage. Really? And like the games that they play when they bring them out, they look so tired and ghetto. Oh yeah, it is oh, the been most, for seven hundred like, years. On the show, when they pan the audience, you're just like, it's the size of a football field. Yeah, and yeah. it's like. No. no, it's like <laughs> maybe three times the size as the Grand Gouniers. And how long? How, how long ago did you go there? Um, you didn't get on stage. Well, yeah, two or three years ago, I went with um, people I worked with, and one mm-hmm. of the guys I work with got on. Oh, did he win anything? He didn't get out of contestants row. Oh, so. uh, his name was Brian too. So when they called out Brian, and you're like, and I'm like, oh. Oh. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, but it's him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, okay. But anyway, all right, no more right. tags. Go ahead, JP. Oh, and that's it. Uh, my tug is to Ben, Dr. Ben, for, who's visiting from Ohio. Um, Dr. Ben Dover? Oh! Bruce Eads, too, by the way. I hadn't met oh, Bruce yeah. Eads before. Bruce yep. Eads, who's a listener. Who uh, makes the amazing tugs, too? Yes, of course. Yes. I went to his 50th birthday party. And I forgot what he said, but he recounted something I said that was funny, and it apparently is a story he tells to other people, which is, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't remember the story. It was really worth bringing head. up. But anyway, thank but yes, but thank you for him for enjoying oh, us and, and for bringing it up. There? He was in yeah. LA. Isn't he a Greek guy? Yes, he's, he's a very nice, nice guy. Very nice guy, yeah. Anyway, so. So what was your tug? Ben Dover. It was to Dr. Ben. Okay, to Dr. Ben. Who's Dr. Ben? And. That's it. And I'm JP. Oh. No, Mike didn't give his time, did he? I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, he started. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was like four minutes ago. It was 40 minutes ago. So, so let's try this again. I just want to say, actually, uh, go to the website. 
619bearcast.com. Tell us what you think about the iPad. Tell us what you think about anything else we're talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. There's places to leave comments. If you have a topic um, for us, even put a topic on Absolutely. Under comments like or something, like, or shoot one of us an email. That would be swell. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, so I'm Mike. Bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. Mike. I'm Brian. Goodbye, Goodbye Brian. Brian. You're Justin. I'm Justin. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, Justin. Just wake up, Justin. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like staring at Brian. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. Alright. And you're JP? I did it already, but alright. Bye, JP. I'm JP again. Goodbye, JP. Goodbye, again. JP. And this is right. episode, this 58. Is episode 58. Episode 58. I did it. What is it? Yeah, what is that on your stairwell? What is that on your stairwell?